Hey, Derek. Hi, Tony. Oh, we back, baby. I mean, we're we're in a weird spot, but yeah, we're here. Yeah, that that's true. I mean, and you know, we're on this bi- <laughs> we're on this bi-weekly kick, baby, you know. It's like it's, it's like it's intermittent fasting, but for podcasts. I, I I don't mind trying to squeeze in a good late night podcast, but at the same time, uh, late night podcast also could be turned into bro time. Yeah. Uh, could it could be turned into some Sea of Thieves? Sometimes could you just want to throw on your Danny Zuko and and you know your eye patch and go pirate it. Go pirating. So I'm I'm all about whatever it is you want to do. Um, I'm here for it, buddy. Twitch.tv slash the DTS podcast, by the way. You need to check that out. Listen, we that's the spot. We have a responsibility tonight. <clears throat> it's a big one. Okay. Some might say it's huge responsibility. Edge. That is to determine the best Halloween candy. Are, How do you not? Are you ready to it's do Halloween? This? I it's it's the holidays. It's the beginning of the biggest holiday of the year, in my opinion, which is the one that we start our fucking gain all this weight for because all he wanted yeah it might be the start of the big holidays yeah that's that's for sure uh so i i am absolutely ready we're using i think an old uh ret and link best halloween candies uh bracket if i'm not mistaken right 16 candidates uh they kind of have them you know usually they kind of bracket them out in like categories this seems to be pretty mismatched or whatever so correct um we're just going to go through. Here Here are the candidates as follows, okay? You have, uh, we're not even going to bother with the the seating on these. We're just going to read them down the list, okay? Sure. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Candy Corn. I don't know what brand that is. Probably There's only one probably brand doesn't. of candy corn. What? Okay, what is it? Candy Corn. That's not the brand. Uh, Butterfingers. Starburst. Uh-huh. Yep. Peanut M&M's. Uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, Milky Ways, Nerds, uh, what? Snickers, Kit Kats, Break Me Off a Piece of That Kit Kat Bar, Fancy Feast. Oh boy. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Okay. Uh, Jolly Ranchers, what? Swedish Fish. <laughs> Why do you keep doing the what? Because <laughs> I'm already just prerequisiting my thoughts here. Uh, Swedish Fish, M&M's Traditional, Skittles, Reese's Pieces, and Almond Joys and the Twix. Reese's so those are your sixteen. But okay. Uh, are there any immediately off the top? Are there any ones that aren't on here that you're surprised by? No, I mean this is a pretty comprehensive list of like the candies. You know what I mean? True, true. There's not like any whatchamacallits or any well, like there's, taffies. There's no Three Musketeers, right? Mm, there's yeah. no. Uh, there's no milk. No, no, there's Milky Way, but not Milky Way Midnights. You know, none no of the milk offerings duds. there. Yeah, milk does are a theater treat. Whoppers. Yeah. Sure, Whoppers I could see. Yeah. I mean, okay, so we were going to a 30. Mentions. If we we're going to a 32, maybe. But we're 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 down to the 16 already. I mean, when you get to the sweet 16, it's usually a battle. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So let's jump right into this because uh, this is our intro. So we gotta gotta make this. Gotta barrel here. through this thing. Uh, match number one: Reese's peanut butter cups or candy corns. I think this is a slam dunk, right? I mean, this is a slam dunk. I think all the way around. Uh, again, the coconut wife has given me her bracket as well, so we'll be we'll be checking in hers as well. Uh, but it's definitely okay. peanut butter cups. Yeah, and, and the next one's peanut. Uh, excuse me, Butterfingers versus Starburst. This is kind of close because I do not like the way Butterfingers get stuck. Uh huh. 
So what is your choice here, bud? <laughs> what do I, wait, there's no deliberation. We're just spitballing it right here. This is the it's the cold open, brother. This is going to be the longest cold open in history. So I'm just trying to bang it out. You want me to give you some deliberation? Starburst I... are great. There's a ton of flavor. Butterfingers suck because they get stuck in your mouth. Uh, but chocolatey peanut buttery goodness. Let me tell you, nothing better than a Butterfinger. I am a Starburst man. Uh, well, the, the deciding vote here goes to the coconut wife then, and she she has and I quote. Get your finger off of my butter finger, <laughs> or uh, or out of her butter finger. This this next one makes me sad to even say, but peanut M and M's versus Milky Ways. You know where um, I'm going. It's got to be the Milky Way, baby. I'm so here's yeah here's here's for me here's an upset. Uh, I can't stand peanut M and M's. The coconut wife's vote for for what it matters is for peanut M and M's. I'm a Milky Way man. All right, we got the the Milky Way, baby, the galaxy. Uh, yep. And then that's going to either go against nerds or it's going to go against Snickers. The, you know, There's I'm no deliberation here, buddy. Here. It's Snickers no for chance. sure. No, not at all. And I'm not a peanut man, but, man, you can't go wrong with Snickers. Uh, there's something just really good about Snickers. Like, they it tell just me is when the it's perfect combination. Thicker than a Snicker, right? Isn't that what it is? Uh, yeah, T-H-I-C-C. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, we got Kit Kats versus Jolly Ranchers. Uh, Jolly Ranchers don't stand a chance. Same <laughs> deliberation all. here as the Butterfingers. It's the Kit Kat. Yep, it's the Kit Kat. Uh, and that's going to go against Swedish Fish or M&M's. Uh, Low-key Swedish Fish, my favorite candy. Is that your vote here for the best Halloween candy? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, no, okay, well, listen, hold on. Best I'm, Halloween I'm, candy. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't speak strictly biased here. Okay. So yes, I will go with M&M's. It's definitely M&M's. The coconut wife also bought an M&M's. She also bought a Kit Kats for the last of her. She last, probably uh, loves M&M and M&M's. She, truly. Absolutely. Sure, she's right. more of a, she's a peanut butter M&M fan. Yeah. Uh, that is her thing. Skittles versus Reese's Pieces. Uh, the, the, the saga of the sticky candy continues. I cannot stand how Skittles get stuck. Uh, I'm, I cannot stand Reese's pieces. I think they're trash and Skittles are amazing. Uh, so it goes to the tail of the tape with the coconut wife and she's going Skittles all day, baby. No kidding. Do you remember like uh, of what's on this list? Uh Quick tangent here of what's on this list. Reese's pieces is probably the only one that came about in our lifetime, right? Is that true? I guess I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at every other one of these and they have to have been before our our time right i remember reese's pieces coming out like in like circa early 2000s i think it was earlier than that but i it just i i've never cared about like i like reese's but i'm the weird guy that like i'm just not much of a chocolate and peanut butter guy so you put it into like a, a m&m style candy and i'm not for it update reese's pieces came out in 1978 let's move on yeah way wrong okay well you know if we were playing that rent and link game you would have missed by a mile. Uh, yeah, the pyramid with the yeah. shuffleboard. Okay. Almond Joys versus Twix. What? The, who fucking likes Almond Joys? Uh, I'll tell you, the coconut wife, because her vote here is for Almond Joys, but she's going to get steamrolled ro- <laughs> steam here because Twix is definitely the better candy. Fuck her, man. Left versus right Twix. You remember that whole thing? I mean, that wasn't too long ago, buddy. I do remember that. That's still happening. All right. We're on to the next bracket. We got the first rematch here. Reese's versus Butterfinger. Uh, for, for me, it's again, there's no chance here. I love a Butterfinger. I love the Bart Simpson back in the day, the old days, uh, you know, nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger, but Reese's peanut butter cups 
they're, Reese, they're the ones. I mean, they're that perfection. is, I think this is the quintessential Halloween. I, and maybe there's a Cinderella and, store here, but we'll see. Here's the thing. Reese's peanut butter cups are transformed into an every holiday candy, because let me tell you the little fucking jack-o'-lanterns, the eggs, the, the Christmas trees, give them to me all. Baby. Why do they I'll, taste different though? I you ever noticed that better. I, I do, but I don't care. Just put them in my mouth. Milky way versus Snickers. Yeah, for for me, it's definitely also the, the coconut wife went with peanut butter, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Okay, for me, cool. it's it's definitely a Snickers. I, I like a Milky Way, but something a about that too caramel forward, nougaty, crunchy, caramelly. Love a Snicker. Milky Way is a little bit too much of a caramel cunt. Uh, it's, it's a, a caramel too- caramel mellow, like right? Isn't it like a marshmallowy, pillowy? Creaminess. Uh, well, the thing is that Milky Way is caramel plus nougat. Snicker is caramels plus nougat plus peanuts. So I mean, they are they are essentially a little bit close to the same. Now, the I think sure. the chocolate on the outside is probably different a little bit too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is. I mean, this Snickers is where basically it's like brother and sister here. Uh, all right, so Kit Kat versus the M and M's. The wife also has this matchup. Kit Kat M and M. Go ahead, Tony. I, th- I think Kit Kat takes this for me. I just like a good wafer. I'm um, I'm right there with you. Like, listen, I'm I'm a Kit Kat like the little twofers that you get around the holiday season. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna bite There's both of those nice right down the middle. Breaking them, right? You gotta break. I don't. Them. I don't. I, I go right you down. The I'm a heathen. So you, so you I'm get the heathen. bite marks on them. I do. I heathen that motherfucker right down the middle. Mm, I don't no, break off is... and eat one stick at a time. Listen, I'm That's not that EWA shit, bud. I'm not going to tell you some of the times that I don't take a four wide, do the same fucking thing. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm also the guy that loves a big cat. You know what I mean? I love oh, yeah. a big cat. Hey, if I can looks, find a big cat. It, it ain't on here, but the white chocolate. Come on. Yeah. I'm not there for the white chocolate with you, buddy. I'm sorry. White chocolate, dark chocolate. Y'all can go fuck yourself. Just give me the big cat. That's what I need. You're not about the cocoa. No, 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 no. Right. Uh, the, the wife has Kit Kat M&M. She went M&M, but I, I'm going Kit Kat. You're She's going. Wrong. I, I'm going Kit Kat as well. I think we've completely invalidated her opinion, but we'll see how it comes <laughs> into play. Uh, Skittles versus Twix. Uh, uh, I know you just gave. I know. I know what the the deal is here, right? You said Skittles. She said Skittles in the last round. What's her matchup here? Skittles and what? Skittles almond joy. Oh God. So I'm going Twix. You're going Skittles. Who's the winner? I'm definitely uh, Twix. Is my favorite candy bar. It's definitely oh, Twix. All right. Okay. Woo. I'm, yeah, I'm Twix is my the, favorite candy bar. We're on to the we're on to this uh, the final four she, here. We got she had almond joy by the way going to the she, final four. She cannot have an opinion. We're gonna have to figure this out some other way if we get a tie here. <laughs> what? Are you making fun of me? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Reese's versus Snickers for the championship. This uh, is this is the battle of the bastards here, bud. This is tough, right? Because yeah. again, I'm trying to I'm trying to go with the the Halloween candy style. You know what I mean? Um, I will ask you this: Are you are you a freezer candy man? Like, do you put anything in the freezer that you like better? Mm, no, but I do like I do like the Snickers ice cream things a lot. Well, yeah, that's it's not the same thing, but I do know what you mean. <laughs> uh, not the question I asked, but so can, the, the can wife, I tell you a story real quick? Oh, the wife ahead, loves the wife loves a frozen Snickers. She yeah, just, she, she does, loves. Of course, she does. Yeah, yeah. go ahead with your story. Uh, I had this very deliberation this past weekend at at the Buy of Best. Okay, uh, went went to the break room, had my leftover lunch. Felt like you know I just need a little, little, little sugary more. sweetness, right? So I took a look at that uh, vending machine, and there it was, 
There was a Reese's peanut butter cup two pack and there was a Snickers. And let me tell you what happened. I thought long and hard about it. I'm long and hard about a lot of things. (laughs) I thought about it and I went ahead and hit the five zero and not the five one. And which one was in the five zero? The Reese's was the Snickers. Wow. So that is, that is my answer here, bud. You're on Snickers. Snickers. It's definitely Reese's buddy. Oh no. What'd she say? Tail the tape. Tail the tape further. It was peanut butter and Snickers in her final in her uh, bracket as well. Okay. Reese's peanut butter cups. (laughs) Okay, listen, you can't be mad about it though. I mean, peanut butter cups. The fact that there was a deliberation this past weekend is proof enough that both are valid here. Very good. Uh, All right, so that leaves us with Reese's going up against either Kit Kat or Twix. We've we've discussed here because you're biting into one, but you're loving the other. So yeah, so here's here's the here's the issue here. So So you're taking a prom. It, I love I love a good Kit Kat, but a Kit Kat is so simple. Like it is wafer and some chocolate. You know what I mean? Like you know what it is. You know what you're getting. Over mm. on the Twix side, you got the caramel thrown in there with that lovely caramel. You know, like the good milk chocolate. And I'll tell you what, the uh, cookies and cream Twix, excellent. Now it's fucking. I'll tell you excellent. what about the cookies and cream. It ain't on this fucking bracket. So you're right. Strike not, that from the record. But. Let me Twix. tell you something, okay? Twix is where it's at. You just said you just said Kit Kat is chocolate and wafer. What uh, the fuck is a Twix besides chocolate just wafer and caramel? caramel? It's no different than with the conversation we had Milky Way and Snickers. You're adding one ingredient, but let me tell you, that ingredient matters, does it not? Wow, I cannot believe you. Twix is where it's at. Twix is moving mm-hmm. on here. Yeah, I'm trolling. It's definitely Twix. Definitely for Twix, sure, yeah. for her to... Yeah. So now, now we're up on it. We got Reese's, we got Twix, baby, and I have an opinion here. Now, Twix was not in that vending machine. Had it been in slot 5-2, it might it might have got the, the put-me-in coach ready to play here, okay? Uh-huh. uh-huh. So what's it going to be? For me, mm. for Derek Vance, mm. the best Halloween candy. Now, real quick, real quick. Do you think Reese's peanut butter tastes like actual peanut butter? Yes. Do you really? Yeah. Have you done a side by side? No. You grab you grab a can of Jeff or you know Peter Pan or whatever your favorite is, and compare Peter it. Peter Pan. <laughs> I'm not Peter, poor. Not that Peter poor. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, I'm just speaking to the speaking to the American people here. Okay. Yeah, a lot sure. of a lot of all these right. motherfuckers got Peter Pan. All right, all right in T-Rump. Yeah, T-Rump. Talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, don't take right. the money from China. All that. Uh, I'm just telling you, it don't taste like real peanut butter. Uh, listen, we're down to the nitty gritty here. I need to know. Is it Twix or is it peanut butter cups, buddy? Gonna go with the Twix, baby. Are you really? Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's upset time. You get buddy. you get the, you get two peanut butter cups or you get two chocolatey Twix sticks. I'm going with the Twixies. Here's here's my here's my over the edge pick here. You know what the best you, part about you a did? Is you're it? on the record on this podcast. The Twix is your favorite of all time. It is my favorite candy bar of all time. Okay, but we're not talking about favorite candy bar of all time. We're talking about best Halloween candy. And there's nothing sweeter than peeling off that wrapper Can I, okay. around that oily, chocolatey, peanut buttery deliciousness that is a Reese's peanut butter cup, brother. I have a question. I have a question to clarify. Don't need okay. your microphone. Don't need because we're on we're on the opposite side here. I have a clarifying question, sir. Uh huh. Sure. Does this encompass all forms of this candy? Not not variations like cookies and cream. You just like, told me no. So no. Does this? No. 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 Does this include? 
the tiny little Reese's peanut butter cups that come in the foil? No. This or is, this is just the regular size cups. The Reese's singles that they give you on Halloween night that you still have to open. Take so the these little are like the the original like two incher ones that we're talking about here. <laughs> the cups, buddy. The cups. Okay. So it does yep. not include. So the just for the for the Reese's argument, it would not include the little foil ones. And for the Twix argument, it wouldn't include cookies and it, cream. It would well. So a traditional. Okay. So this would be like the little miniature Twix ones. That are like the same, right? Yep, yep. A Halloween Twix or a Halloween Reese's. I'm sorry to tell you, it's got to be Twix, baby. It's ho- it's Reese's, baby. It's always Reese's. Let me tell you. Are we gonna let the coconut decide this? Don't, here's, don't here's, bullshit me here. I'm not bullshitting you. I'm not bullshitting you because here's what I'll tell you. When I get when my kid's home on Halloween, the first candy I'm dipping out of that fucking basket is a Reese's peanut butter cup. A hundred percent every fucking time. It's and be and you know what? It's the fastest thing that gets out of that gets eaten out of their fucking candy baskets. We all eat those Reese's peanut butter cups like they're going out of style. They're the okay. best. I just want you to take a look here. I don't need to take a look. Here's what I'm taking a look at. You ready for this? Can, can you can you read can you read that, Tony? Can you read? That? I, I, I want you to listen to my argument here for a second. All okay. Right, all right, all right. How many Reese's peanut? How many Reese's peanut butter cups are sold per year? And how many? <laughs> not the Twix, direction. Twix, we're going. Twix are sold per year. Don't care. Twix grosses around 172.4 million dollars per year in candy bar sales. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Do you venture to take a guess on how many of those uh, total? Two hundred twenty million dollars. Five hundred and forty million <laughs> average. So I guess not we got even, our answer. Not not even a guess. It's not the even. Reese's, a, it's not even a game. The, the coconut Reese's. wife's there with the Reese's too. She knows the deal. The single okay. Reese's are life saving. Stop talking. Please stop talking. We have to play the intro music. <laughs> Reese's, congratulations. Congratulations to Reese's, the best Halloween candy, a fantastic runner-up in the best candy bar of all time, which is a different bracket. It's a different time. Different bracket for a different time. And that I, is the uh, Twix. I'm ashamed to admit I bought some Reese's this past weekend. It's great candy uh, bar. For Halloween candy. They're the best. They are the best. That's correct. Goodbye. Did you open them and eat them yourself? We're not, we're not getting into it. <laughs> All right, listen, it's episode 71, Derek and Tony Show podcast. I am Tony. Hello, I'm Derek. I got I to gotta bring you down because you brought me down. And I just want to <laughs> sure. say, rip Braves. Rip the Braves. Hey, listen, here's, I, I'm not here. I'm not one to make uh, excuses. <laughs> you know me. I don't make excuses about anything, Tony Walsh. <laughs> um, no fucking shot, bud. You're such a fucking troll right now. You're on bullshit level 9,000 right now. <laughs> Uh, here's, here's what I will say. And I know you can back this up as a sports fan. Um, it is extremely hard to get to the world series or to get to any championship game, right. As a, as a team, um, when you then get to the, the level before the big game, the national league championship gear, the series, um, You're trying to get the pennant, you know, trying to get the pennant, trying to get to the world series, the, the team that the Braves had median average for those pitchers was 24 years old. Never been to that stage before. You know what I mean? Can you imagine playing in the NLCS if you're 24? 
Bryce Wilson. And we ain't done shit in our lives. Bryce Wilson, 22 years old, outpitched Clayton Kershaw. Outpitched him. Yeah, I, for sure. I, I am it on was, the record, maybe not on this pod, but I am on the record that Kershaw, super overrated. Uh, so I, I will say this and take solace in this. The Braves... I think outkicked their coverage. You, you would say, right? They That's performed right. a lot better. You, you think about the Braves' starting roster going into the the season. It was like King Felix, who didn't play, opted out for COVID. Cole Hamels, who played one game and then went right back on the injured reserve list. Mike Soroka, who tore his Achilles and and went down. Uh, Max Freed, who was an ace for us, um, and then uh, Mike Fultonevich, who carried over from last year his awful pitching and got sent down to the, the the alternate training site. So one of those five pitchers was on the roster for the Braves heading into the championship series. Now, right. the bitter pill the bitter pill to swallow is you had a 3-1 lead. But well, and they and they still arguably have the better pitching even with all that. Th- but the 3-1 lead, the one game was where you gave up 11 runs in one inning. And yeah, so pretty deflating that's pretty yeah that's pretty momentum swinging and to ignite a team like the Dodgers uh, who live and die on momentum um, that's it's tough so I love the Braves it, this does not hurt near as bad as it did last year when we lost the Cardinals uh, in the division series after giving up 10 runs in the first inning that hurt really bad um, getting one game away from the World Series felt really good uh, I I squirted out a few tears I was Pretty heartbroken. Um, Could you I, reword that for me, please? Shed a few, maybe squirted I, out I, tears. I, I, pushed, I pushed out some tears. Um, it hurt. It hurt a little bit. Um, yeah. But I'm over it. It is what it is. Sometimes your team wins. Sometimes they lose. Uh, the Braves, I expected to win. You know, I'm not going to be. I'm not shedding any tears for the Broncos. You know what I mean? True that. I mean, I I think it's easy to point to the fact that. It, it's just easy to point to the fact that the Dodgers have more experience in in these big done moments. It. Yep. Yeah. So I think I think that comes into play long term. But question to pose here is: Does does a championship this year mean anything for any major sport? I, I believe it does. Yeah. I, I still I think, think so. based on based on how well that almost all major sports have handled the crisis and the epidemic that is COVID nineteen. You look at basketball, they really handled it extremely well. No fucking positive cases and how many different games. That's awesome. Major League Baseball, same kind of thing. Start playing in bubbles during the playoffs. Just really manhandled it. NHL, same thing. Obviously, we're, 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 we're into it now with the NFL where it seems like they, they're hitting that baseball area where it's like, oh, oh okay, what we wanted to do isn't going to work, so we got to change a couple things, but, but we'll get there. Um so yeah, I, I I do believe that all of this means something. There's got to be a little bit of an asterisk, though, right? Shortened seasons. You're not playing against the best of the best because the people have opted out, big big name and small name players, right? I mean, it all matters. So there's a slight asterisk, right? I think uh, I think the asterisk is. You you just you put it there and say Trump's fault. You know what I mean? Like you just you slap that on there and say we won this because of Trump. (laughs) And uh, he already thinks he brought back Big Ten football. He's saying the Pac-12 football is coming back because of him. Starts this weekend. Um, Yeah, Big Ten football does. And uh, and and yeah, I I don't I don't think there needs to be an asterisk. Were the games played? Yep. Were seasons shortened or changed up? Like basketball essentially played their whole season just 
a little bit of a break. Baseball, right. 60 games, which as you and I talked about, honestly, that felt pretty good. Like 60 yeah, that games. Might, that felt, might need to be a regular season. That nowadays. felt pretty good. Like 160 is a lot, and I could and nobody wants that. I love baseball, so you could give me 162 games, and I'm really happy. Um, I took 60 in the playoffs and was losing my mind. So it, it just felt like the games mattered more. Every every ounce of it, you know. Right. Um, when so you're playing two and a half times as many games, there's a, especially when they're not in division. You get you get those like out out the division, you know, threes or uh, five game series. Yeah, and it's like. Okay, this doesn't really matter. You know, if, if I'm playing a five game set against the Pirates, it's kind of like these guys are bad. So who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I think the the big thing for me is yes, this matters. The sports were still played. The championships still need to be handed out, and I, I think the best teams are still winning. As much as that pains me to say, as someone who wanted the the Heat to win and not the Lakers, uh, you take you take what you get. All right, listen, um, if we continue a bi-weekly rotation, we're going to have potentially a new president by the next time that we record. So the question here is, have you voted? I have. You, d- you did the mail-in, right? Kanye West. Oh, yeah. is that not your next question? That's not my question, no. Sorry. Uh, I, I've decided to go in person and do voting early. I you We just talked about this, and you said you were going to mail yours in that day. I And here's what happened, okay? A good friend of mine that I work with, uh, she provided proof that her ballot was tampered with um she got her ballot back in the mail as returned mail so she sent out her ballot okay right okay sure she she sent her ballot as you do mail-in balloting she didn't take it to a drop box or or any of that she the most trustworthy of uh processes sent it through the u.s postal service she got it back in a larger re-enveloped version right okay it was her original ballot and the uh, envelope it was literally ripped in half and taped back together and sent back to her so now can that happen certainly maybe it can happen but i am not about that life i have the uh, opportunity here just to go down to the warren county uh warren county building and vote in person this saturday and i think that is my plan i'm hoping it's not going to be stupidly busy and I'm hoping there's no bullshit hoops to jump through. I should be able just to show my ID, and I'm a registered registered at this this exact same address. So I'm hoping that's enough. I I I commend you for going and doing it in person. I was the guy that was like, man, I really wish I was getting my I voted sticker. But I've that, been seeing them around. That that's really the only reason I why I wanted to vote in person. Otherwise, dude, here's the deal. I I need to have faith in the United States Postal Service. Uh, to be able to yep. get my ballot where it needs to go. I do have that faith as I've already submitted my ballot. The wife submitted hers. Um, so now we just sit on the big day, November 3rd, and we just wait. Are you worried that your ballot's going to get thrown out? No. I mean, have you heard Have you heard of the, the news? <laughs> nope. Uh, I mean, the the the... The rumor, what's been going around on like KCCI and WHO, is that um, the Iowa Supreme Court is is going to uh, uphold a ruling that um, you know you have to have had a witness sign your ballot to affirm that it was you that actually cast it, and so they may invalidate all ballots that were sent in prior to this uh, ruling. So I mean that that seems like a pretty late to the game 
ruling in order these to are, change all that. I I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, these are these are the things that we have to worry about. Though you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. Honestly, I'm just not. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not. Okay, I I, feel I, I, that. I I put my piece in. I'm pretty. I feel pretty confident in my my vote. I feel confident in sending it. I live in Kellogg, where there's 600 people. Um, so it, it, there's not a lot of tampering. You know, I don't. Andy Nolan's got to have like what, ten thousand people. Yeah, it's like fifteen thousand. Yeah, so I have a lot less than that to worry about. I don't think there's much to be concerned with. All right, moving on. Next thing here, uh, Call of Duty had a little Halloween update, which we both got in on a little bit. I mean, let's let's uh, address the elephant in the room here. You're a fucking bitch. And is there a, you... is there an elephant in the room here though? Oh no, there's an elephant. Okay, and, I don't and know. he is. There's an elephant and there's a donkey, and you're both of them because you're a fucking idiot and you're a jackass. And what you did was, I bugged you for like two days to play this Halloween with me, and you were like, "Nah, I'm gonna do it when you can't." You bugged me once. Uh, and I was very I you tired. For like seven weeks straight. I don't know what you're talking about. You bug me every day, but yes, uh, I was at work when you text me freaking out about the trailer. Uh, that was you, good. Really, you nutted all over. Um, I thought the trailer was good. Uh, and then <laughs> you want to play Tuesday night. I came home and, and laid down with the coconut wife and we watched the tell him Steve Dave Halloween spooktacular, which I definitely fell asleep watching because I was <laughs> fucking exhausted. It's too bad. Cause it's real good. I mean, I, I, I watched all of I I, I I missed like 20 minutes of it, if that. Like, I, I watched most of it. It was good. Um, but, yeah, I, I passed out, uh, and then we all woke up Wednesday sicker than fuck. Uh, and so what do you do when you're sick? You play Call of Duty. And guess what? Uh, your bitch ass was at work for the first time in 18 years. <laughs> at least seven and a half months. But, yeah, it will go with 18 years because that's what it's felt like for sure. Uh, that's true. I was. But, listen, this Call of Duty update. I think it surpassed everybody's expectations with what they did. They came out with licensed uh, skin packs. Yep. So you got you got uh, the saw the saw franchise. Billy. I think his name's Billy. And Billy. Yep. Yeah, Leatherface. Yep. From Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Correct. Um, and there was one other. Oh, Jason. I don't think no, Jason was in there. But there's no there's no Jason. It's like they there's uh, Call of Duty like their own doctor yeah, their or own, like or something. Yeah. Uh, but man, they you got the haunting at Verdansk that launched in Warzone. So you got nighttime trios, right? Which is yep. just battle royale with with the the dark, and, I, and then you got really zombie cool. royale, which was not to me cool. was kind of mind blowing. It was less fun for shitty players and practicality. Uh, but I've been watching <laughs> a lot of it on Twitch, and it is a real fun mode. Basically, you jump in. If you die, you become a zombie. You have to kill either kill two people or collect two of these blood vials from these people to respawn as a human. So it just keeps going on and on basically until, you know, all, there are no humans left. Um, real fun idea, a pretty fun game mode. It does change up the strategy quite a bit because it's way more chaotic. There's a lot of chaos. Um, to your point about having to be good, I don't think that it's necessarily good. It's just you're taking that mini Royale mode, which is pretty chaotic, and throwing in the zombie respawn ability, um, which is cool. Uh, but for me, I, I like the methodical nature of playing trios or playing actual Warzone. Running and gunning is not what I'm built for. And then, like, 
again, no surprise to any motherfucker that listens to this show. Mm -hmm. We both had opposite uh, feelings on like what to do, which I'm sitting here telling Tony because I'd played it before he played it and he cried. I was like, getting your loadout is not the play. It's just run it's gun and it's hope to stay alive or jump and hope to get enough vials to keep respawning, which Tony pretty adamantly told me I was wrong about until he really realized that there's so much chaos that attempting to get enough money to get a loadout is damn near impossible. Yeah, that's that can be true for sure. I mean, you really you really got to kill some motherfuckers, right? Like that that's the whole thing. If you're going to get money, it, it's going to have to be by killing some people and and looting them. But yep. it, the zombies are fun though. I, I think I mean, the jump is really fucking cool. I really like that. Yeah. Um, I would I would love that if that if that stuck around in some capacity. I'm I'm way into that. But at the same time, the zombies have never done much for me. Yeah, you, you kind of get like a Hulk jump if you don't know what we're talking about. I mean, you can charge it up and you jump like a good four or five hundred feet, you know, at a, at a time. It's pretty damn fun. Um, it is. It's, it seems like this is probably a trial run of some sorts, right? I mean, we, there's, there's been a rumor about Warzone zombie modes, like a permanent one for a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, long time being like, you know, a couple months. The last so. year, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think for, for me, the biggest thing to take away from this is the nighttime mode. I, I, there's pros and cons to the nighttime mode. And I was very excited about this. I've talked about this for a while and I wanting a night mode. Uh, It is motherfucker. If you're blind like me, it's hard to see some motherfuckers. And so we got to a firefight last night, I believe. And we were by the train station and you started popping off. And so I come up over the hill to come help you out. And I'm shooting at this dude. And honest to God, I couldn't see him. I, right. I the only reason I knew I was hitting him is because I heard a shield break, but I don't know if he's moving left and right. I have I had no idea. So and yeah. I have this thing where when I when I shoot, I definitely stop moving. And so I got smoked. Um but you they just can't patch, see anything. They did patch it uh late last night. They put in like a hot fix that did improve the visibility a little bit. Um but what I will tell you is I had a conversation with some folks at the Best Buy the other night or last night when I was working. And um, we, we turned this into a TV conversation about, like, why OLEDs are superior. <laughs> that That's where, the, where it turned out to be is why LEDs were really bad for games like that and OLEDs were great. But, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, super fun mode. I think it's probably worth the maybe not the zombie mode, but the nighttime trios might be worth replaying. I would love for them to keep the nighttime mode for sure. Now, did you happen to see some of the Easter eggs that were around the map? Not not the little treasure things. I, I don't I, I don't know what you mean. Well, one of them was what scared the fucking bejesus out of both of us, right? Michael Myers in a can here. Uh, you pop pop a treasure chest, and Michael Myers just shows up on your screen. That scared the absolute shit out of me. Got you too, though, right? Honestly, it scared me so bad I didn't even know what it was, but it flashed and made a very loud noise, and my butthole puckered. Yeah, I mean, I cannot believe there's not already a lawsuit about somebody getting a seizure because of that or something. Like, it's bad. Holy cow. Yeah, it, it is real bad. But uh, one, one uh, Easter egg that I saw today on a YouTube video was if you go into downtown and you find the entrance <coughs> to the subway system, there is an interactive saw uh easter egg so oh, okay 
yeah, you walk down there and there's there's writing on the wall and Tobin Bell comes on. Do you want to play a game? Sure, sure. And there is like body parts. There's a leg from like the first movie where the and, and a handcuff, you know, where the guy cut his own leg off. Um, there, there's a, like a relatively interactive version of that down at the uh, subway system. And then there's even like a ghost version of Billy that rides in on the trike and comes right at you. It's pretty, pretty entertaining. I, I had a good time with the jump scares because I think it just played really well. Um, right. Is there anything confirming that that was Michael Myers on the screen? Because I'm looking and I'm not seeing anything. Oh, that's that's who I thought it was. Uh, no, I don't think it's Michael Myers. I think it's just a jump scare of like some weird motherfucking things. Oh, um, man. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, I just, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, I agree. Uh, similar but different news is Call of Duty Black Ops had an open beta this past weekend on all platforms, PC and console, and uh, it got mixed reviews. A little, maybe even a little bit on the negative side. I, so I will tell you this: when I played the beta, not the not the two weeks time. ago, or yeah, the first time when I played the beta, I was just kind of like, yeah, sure. Like I did not have. I, I think for me. I don't want to play any of those multiplayer modes. I don't plan on getting the game for the multiplayer modes. Like I want to see what they're going to do to Warzone to change it. If they are, right. that intrigues me a hell of a lot more than playing any new multiplayer modes in all honesty. Even though the game looks really good, it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, general general feedback, consensus feedback is just that the game just doesn't feel as good as uh, Call of Duty does now, both the multiplayer and... Um, Warzone. Uh, th- now there hasn't been a Warzone beta yet for whatever the new version of Warzone is, but that, that it just doesn't feel good. People also really pissed off that there's not an anti-cheat because people were already getting hackers in their lobbies on PC uh, that were just dominating matches and you know using aimbot and stuff like that. So, right. I have uh, wiped my hands of it. I have not played it. I do not plan on playing any version of the beta. Um, I will. I'm not even sure that I will buy the game. I mean, Warzone is probably the the more entertaining part. So, you know, we'll see we'll see what what the reviews are, but I'm probably not a day one on this. Here's the thing that yeah, I'm definitely probably not going to buy this game. I'm I'm almost 100% sure. Um here's what I'll say though. Every Call of Duty Modern Warfare beta or whatever I played last year, I hated. I hated it. I thought it was bad. I thought the guns handled poorly. I thought the game controlled very poorly. So going into this, right, this is exactly how I felt about the last one. So for all I know, the game's going to come out and be like, hey, fuck, this game's awesome. You know what I mean? But right. Modern Warfare is such, it's so well done. I just don't see it topping it. Yeah, Modern Warfare. Oh, yo, shout out to the lightning and the thunder. The thunder. Uh, Imagine thunder. dragons outside my, my the thunder. Uh Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree. Modern Modern Warfare was just it's they were it's they so, knocked it out of the park so high and above any yep. other of the Call of Duties. I mean, not even I don't even think Modern Warfare two can stack up to this. Modern I think two still yeah I think two still there like two for the nostalgia purposes so great. Um, right, but yeah. yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. It's only a few weeks away, so. Got uh, this really interesting story now. Do you know who AOC is? If I said that, uh, yeah, Alexandra or- Ortez Cortez or something like that. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. She is a that's the one. 
There you go. Right. She's a U.S. representative in New York. Uh, so she's in the House of uh, Representatives. Um, got a lot of international fame uh, within the past months because she was really outspoken about you know civil rights and women's rights and uh, very anti-Trump. But she she really connects with the youth, right? She connects with the millennials. So she is becoming very popular. Now, she teams up with a few popular streamers the other night, and she decides to get on Twitch and play some Among Us. And would it surprise you if I told you it was the third most watched Twitch stream of all time? Not surprising for a couple of reasons. One, she's got a lot of online presence. It seems yeah, like the does. internet loves this lady. Um, she's, she's young, she's hungry to be a, a great politician and, and go farther and, and really push the females and politics, uh, uh, message a little further than what it's taken right now. Um, Correct. and among us is huge right now. We need to do this. I know, I know. Um, we haven't played it yet, but um, among us is huge. People want to check it out. It, it looks really fun. I want to try to get the coconut to play it. Cause I think the more the merrier, right? So the yep. three of us playing it to try to get a couple more would be good. Um, but seems really, really cool. So yeah, not not surprised. She got over four hundred live four hundred thousand live views. Um, you know that is second only to a couple other uh, much larger feats. One of them being Ninja uh, playing with like Drake and stuff. That whole famous clip that had like six hundred thousand live viewers. Um, but yeah, I mean that's crazy. It, it, that's it definitely breaks a barrier of. Um, twitch coming into the mainstream is she making I mean, money from this though i don't know if i mean i gotta think there were donations of some sort i don't know who. i would doubt she through, made money though no the whole the whole idea was that she was promoting you know like rock the vote type type situation right, right, right. get out and vote and she didn't uh, i didn't really watch much of it but from what i understand on just recap she wasn't extremely political by any means i mean she yeah, was she literally did. just having a just, a just having a good time, time. Having, a, sure. having a good time yep all right Uh, next story here, Power Rangers get a new movie and a TV series. I don't know if you saw this or not, but I saw when you, when you, uh, post this here in the, in the chat, um, that Power Rangers reboot movie they put out with, uh, Elizabeth, uh, Banks, Elizabeth Brian Cranston. Banks, yeah, was, was okay. Was okay. I uh, agree. Not, I watched it maybe like two months ago. I thought it was fine. Not, not great. Um, but I would love more of that because I thought what they were going for would have been really cool. So more right. of that sounds good. But if they're going to reboot it again, hey man, listen, Power Rangers is one of the shows of my my uh, childhood. So if you're if you're going to try to do it again, go for it. And this is uh, this is Jonathan Entwistle, who's kind of an up and comer. He's got a couple things going for him. He's going to be looking at adapting this to movies and television, and they're they're kind of basically going to really they're trying to make like a, an MCU version for Power Rangers, which I don't know if you know this or not, but Power Rangers already has like a fucking humongous universe. That's all interconnected. Uh, so, you know, whatever, whatever they want to do there. Um, sure. Probably a little bit more of a money grab than anything. I think just with the franchising capability here of toys and collectibles and costumes and stuff like that. I think so. Now there's there's also rumors that this might get some Netflix backing, so we'll, I, I would await to see that because if Netflix backs it, you can guarantee two things: one, it won't suck, and two, it will not make it past the third season. <laughs> you got that dead on the nose. 
Uh, next one here. Uh, I saw this article on IGN, and I thought, okay, let me think. How many Fast and Furiouses are there? So the the news article here is that Fast and Furious 11 will be the final film in the saga. Yep. So I thought, okay, was well, that the one that's coming out? Like, it's oh, all of a sudden it's going to be the last one? No, 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 no. The one that's coming out is the ninth movie. Oh, yeah. So there's going to be and, two and more to, past this. And they're going to space. Jesus Christ, dude. Yep. And they're going to space at some point. So that that's a deal. What a disaster. Um, now, are these yeah. all going to be Justin Lin? Yeah. So he just come back to do nine after leaving from, he, he did three, four, five, six. Right. He had Tokyo left. Drift too, I think, right? Yeah, That's three is Tokyo okay. Drift. But yes, uh, then he left, did not do seven or eight, is back for nine, is going to finish the series at 10 and 11. Listen, we know the deal here, at least if you're on the podcast long enough. Um, you know, my feelings on Fast and the Furious, it is it is far too much suspense of disbelief for me. I love it. <laughs> I'm a big fan. When they did the whole thing in Dubai of jumping between the towers. I, I like, loved oh, I, all I, of I, it. Give me all that stupid <laughs> shit. You, and, you, and you're a huge rock fan, right? Does the rock come back? I do love the rock, but it's just this. It's just the over the top nature that really gets me. Like that's really what drives this. It's just, I love the ridiculousness of it. Is the rock coming back though? I doubt it. Him and Vin, I think probably hate each other at this point. So, well, this is supposed to be the last one for Vin Diesel. I think too, right? I remember. No, there's not, they're reading. not going to do more. They're not going to do more fast and furious. Not Vin Diesel. Well, I, Maybe they bring back the kid from Tokyo Drift. What's his name? Def, that, that nobody wants a hillbilly back. Leave him alone. That that listen, Tokyo Drift probably my favorite Fast and the Furious. But <laughs> that's because you're an idiot. After a few years, we're going to be able to have a best Fast and the Furious movie uh, fucking bracket if it starts. <laughs> we off could do show. that now if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> not, not far off, right? Yeah, yeah. Next one up here, um, Borat's second movie comes out tomorrow on Amazon Prime. Are you ready to watch that? Is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow, baby. Friday. Wow, I'm not ready to watch it because I'll be tired from work. But uh, yeah, I, I man, I, I remember just thinking the first Borat was just like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and so I thought that when they announced the second one, that I'd kind of be like, it's just more Borat. But I found myself being like, holy shit, he's done it again. Like he did it, I, he did it, he did it again. So motherfucker, Ali G. <laughs> I'm really excited to see how fucked up this gets. I imagine it's not going to be that good, but boy, I'm I'm very. I, I assume Amazon is going to get a lot of love for this. Yeah, and you know, here, here's the thing. Okay, there's a there's a lot to unpack with this. By the way, the movie we talked about it. I think maybe about a month ago. It is Borat. <laughs> subsequent movie film. There's delivery, a lot longer time. Yeah. <laughs> Delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Correct. Wow. It's a big movie. They now they changed that because it used to be something about Mike Pence and they they got uh, they got the lawsuit going, so yep. uh, they had to change it. But listen, very there might be a handful of truly defining films about our generation, okay? Now I don't mean like the best films, right? I mean, the most defining. You have Napoleon Dynamite. You have maybe Super Bad, Super Troopers. Borat has to be up there, right? Oh, yeah. I, I think that first Borat was so influential. Just like, I mean, I feel like you quote it a lot more than I quote it, but man, that movie is so quotable back then. True. And listen, you, you, there's something about 
there's something to love about Sasha Baron Cohen. You know what I mean? Dude, the guy, the guy is unreal. I mean, he the, just goes how for he it. gets these, like how he gets these things. Like, how does he do this? Right. That, that I would love to know what, what the making is of how does he get somebody like Rudy Giuliani scheduled for an interview for a without movie? knowing what's going on now, plot twist here, subsequent story to this news came out. Actually, this, this came out several months ago. Rudy Giuliani called the police when this was filmed back in July, but Rudy Giuliani is in this movie. They kind of, they dupe him, obviously, if you know what a Borat film is, right? Um, they set him up with a young right-wing uh, reporter. They make him believe that this that this girl is 15 years old and that she's writing an article and she she is uh, part of a right-wing blog. So she gets an interview with Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani is cursing and swearing. He's drinking during the interview. Wow! I mean, it is it is real laid back. And several months ago, he makes a report that to the police because this kind of blew up at the end of it, right? So they filmed this interview, and then he kind of realized it was a, a put-on. So he calls the police just to file a police report um, and says, hey, this weird guy came out. He had a beard and weird hair. He was in like a, he was in like a transgender outfit, <laughs> all this different stuff. So people were making a rumor like, what is this? That sounds a little like maybe Borat, right? right? A, little, a little fucked up. So it comes out a couple days ago. That at the end of this interview, apparently Rudy Giuliani put his hands in his pants while laying down on bed, either to masturbate or to insinuate that he was ready to have sex with this woman that was interviewing. Now, this woman in real life is 24 years old, but he thought she was 15. Did so you look it at the sound, picture? It sounds like when I click that picture, it does not take me anywhere. It looks like the link is broken. Um, oh, bummer. But so it sounds like to me... That the the discourse here is that oh I was tucking my shirt in or taking the recording equipment off, but laying down in bed with this girl right there with your hand down your pants doesn't look good. No, in the picture that's out, the very small screen cap of it that Sasha Baron has confirmed what happened. He he says, yeah, this interview was going on. He was not part of it. He was on he was on set, but he's not part of the interview. But at the end of it, he was taking Rudy Giuliani, this is, is taking off the recording equipment and lays down on this bed that's in the room and puts his hands in his pants and stares at this girl. At that time, Sasha Baron Cohen ran out as in character as Borat saying, no, she's 15. She's 15, you know, right. um, keep the dupe she's, going. She's too old for you, he said. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. So that's, that's awesome. when the whole thing kind of blew up, and then Rudy Giuliani called the cops. But, yeah, so this comes out tomorrow. It's It makes him look very bad because the screen cap is literally him laying down, looking at this girl with his hands in his pants. Yeah, I saw I saw this I wanted, when I started searching for the Internet, which is always a great time. Um, <laughs> I, I understand where he's going with it, like, oh, I was trying to do this. But at the same time, you got to know your surroundings of just yeah. – you, you can't be shoving your hand down your pants in front of a girl who is val or saying she's 15 regardless. Yeah. It, it's already inappropriate enough by the fact that you're doing this interview and you're drinking. Like it's already, I mean, he's no, kind of known already, for that actually. Already but, inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. He's already known for, for drinking and smoking cigars during interviews. I mean, the guy, the guy was the mayor of New York forever. He, he knows what the deal is, yeah. but 
yeah, it, it, very disturbing. But I probably will watch that Saturday night if I had to guess. That'll I don't. Be... Yeah, it's definitely going to be something I'll check out. I just don't know when. Okay. You want to take this next one here? Uh, yeah, I can. I can absolutely take whatever you need me to, uh, <laughs> in more than one way. Uh, so the very first Fire Emblem game is coming to the Switch. Did you, did you check that out? Take the Twix, can you? No, I can't. Sorry, buddy. I apologize. Uh, the very first Fire Emblem game is coming west. It's coming out on the Switch um, for like six bucks on the on the Switch. This is like the old store. school eight bit, right? Correct. Yeah. So they've it's never been translated to English at least formally. There's been fan translation, obviously, for years. Right. Uh, but this is coming out on the Switch, six bucks uh, announced today. I think that's really cool. You know, the that's very first price. Fire Emblem. Uh, they're also releasing a, a deluxe version that comes with a, a fabricated NES case, NES cartridge, an art book, but the game inside is a digital download. But it's over that's 50 bucks. It's gross. like, yeah, 50 bucks. It seems kind of gross, but it's no worse than like the Mario home cart thing that people that they're charging a hundred bucks for that right. when you buy one, it comes with one cart. So the only thing you can do is time trials and it's kind of pointless. So um, there's been I, really a, a, a surge of this re-release business. Um, you know, like the first final fantasy, the secret of mana stuff, um, uh, the dra- the first dragon age games are starting to get re-released. On tra- trials of mana. Really good. Really, yeah, really I good. Mean, so, so there's there's a whole plethora of eight bit and sixteen bit things getting kind of re released uh, onto current gens. It's it's pretty nice, but six bucks actually sounds like a pretty good deal. Really good seal comes out I think the first week of December. So if you want to check that out, it will be there. There you go. Uh, That's iPhone, Apple iPhone twelve business here. Yeah, the iPhone twelve, which originally we were like are we going to get a new phone right during COVID? It seemed like Apple did their event, maybe no right. phones. And then they're like, Oh, we're going to do one in the middle of October. So everyone's like, Oh, they just pushed it a little bit. So, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a ton, I guess, to go over here. I watched a couple different videos of like, is this a big, you know, is this a big version, a big change in the new iPhone? Um, no. I've got, well, the, the online consensus is yes, it is. Um, I've got an XS Max, so I'm going from an XS to a 12. So it seems like that is two, for sure. Two jumps. It seems like for sure a big jump. Um, but the thing that bothers me is I do not like the way it looks. I don't like the, I mean, the what box. is that? iPhone 5 yeah. aluminum sides. I just, I've never, I was never a fan of that style um, when I had one <laughs> all those years ago, but right. I understand what they're going for with like the flush top and bottom um, or front and back rather with the OLED screen. I'm really excited about an OLED screen. Um, but yeah, iPhone, you got the 12 and the 12 mini, and then you've got the XS Pro Max. And the I don't know X- that it's called. XS I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, tw- the 12 Pro Max. And then right. there's the 12. Is there something Regular. more beyond that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be upgrading, I don't think. I mean, there's just not enough difference for me to, to read really like my, my loan thing. Really like that blue one. I do like the the look. I have the green, the forest green on the most recent generation, which I actually like quite a bit too. So like, if I had to choose between the green and the blue, I probably like the, the green a little bit better. I don't know how well sure. you can see it, but 
Yeah, not not an upgrade for me. I mean, the camera is going to be a little bit better. The processing is obviously a little bit better. I like the round form factor of this phone I have now versus the boxy one that you're talking about. Um, so, I mean, all the way around, it just uh, doesn't do it for me. I, I almost I, got duped though. I mean, I almost pre I almost pre ordered it through Verizon. I'm I'm definitely gonna be on the lookout for it. I don't know that I need to run out and do it, but my charge port <laughs> in my iPhone is definitely fucked. So I need to yeah. do something sooner rather than later. But yeah, I'll probably go twelve Pro Max would be my guess. Um six point seven, man. That that feels it's fucking slightly big, dude. It feels slightly bigger than the XS Max, right? I mean, that's bigger that's than your dick. <laughs> Listen, on a good day. I mean, true that. Uh, oh, bad day. It's way bigger. <laughs> uh, the one, the one feature that I would would really like that I'm a little un- sad that I'm not going to have is the return of MagSafe. Um, did you read up on that? The yeah, whole I magnetic. Think, I think that's cool, but I, I still don't like. I would rather. I don't know. It's it's wireless, right? But it's not wireless because you're still sticking right. it onto a magnet on the back that still bends all awkward. Like it's not. But I wireless. honestly, the first thing I thought about that I thought would be really cool is for cars. Um, I'm sure mean, everybody everybody likes a good vent charger so they can have their phone up for directions or yep. you know if you're a real asshole you mount it and you watch some watch something like maybe the NFL game. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean MagSafe. But they always fall, they always slip. So MagSafe is going to make that a lot better. Uh, Works really so, well. I mean, that that was probably the thing I thought about the most. But surprisingly, not bringing it back to MacBooks. Like, what the fuck, dude? That's where everybody wants it. Lightning to USB C with no USB C charger inside is weird. Yeah. Um, we talked about obviously. this a few weeks ago. Like, I want, I want USB C. I want the hump gone. I want an in-screen fingerprint reader. These have been out for like four fucking years yeah. on other phones. Yeah. They just make them better, buddy. I mean, regardless of they don't have those, those again, we talked about it. We're going to get one. It doesn't yeah. matter. It, they just do it. They just do it right. You know? I, I did see a good troll meme, though, because when they were introducing some of the features, they talked about that new, they kept calling it the new form factor. Uh, and then they also referenced how it's the first time they've ever put a the antenna band around the phone. And people were trolling hard because they did it like in 2012 oh, <laughs> with, did they? with their own product, uh, <clears throat> that iPhone we're talking about. Uh, That's so, funny. Yeah, I mean, people were trolling them. You put this on here, which was something I thought about doing but did not, and that is Quibi. 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 Yeah, it, that, you know, point proven about why it's getting canceled because we all don't as in say it. Quick Bite yep. um, was a, a, a television, a, I don't know what you would call it, I guess, a service. It's kind of a supplement, like a really quick shorts, you know, seven yeah. to ten minutes. Yeah, like basically form factored, like recorded to play perfectly on your iPhone or, or cell phone in general. Right. This was geared towards, you know, bite sized episodes for, you know, five or six minutes. Hey, check this out. Uh, and and watch a television show this way. Good idea. Break it work. Shitting on the toilet. I mean, like all all the little things that you do that are not 20 to 25 minutes. Good in theory. Raised a shit ton of capital. Um, 
like run by Jeffrey Katzenberg, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, really big names attached to this thing, and it just failed. Uh, yeah. It's it's been out less than a year. I think it, it launched in like February, or March, and it's shutting its doors now. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm not a phone gamer. I try not to be a phone TV watcher. Uh, I would much rather, you know, I'll flip on. Uh, if, if I'm driving, I'll flip on the YouTube TV just to listen to the audio. I will listen to a YouTube video, but that's about what I get. You know what I mean? Correct. I never looked into to Quibi. Um, I knew what not it was. Once. No, I knew what it was. You know, I saw things like John Travolta and Kevin Hart and things like that, but I was I was never bought into it, and it it just seemed like a very with the name and the clout behind it it was going to fail. Like, like if I just don't hear enough about it, you know what I mean? Or people using it. So for those big names to be on it and then paying millions of dollars, to these people obviously not going to be a sustainable model here. Yeah. No, not, not something that they're going to be able to last doing. Um, I could see Quibi coming back in some form. Uh, I just don't think this is the form for it. True. Uh, this is kind of cool for me. I thought this was really cool. Uh, some, uh, screen, not screenshots, but some pictures came out, um, of the new Nathan Drake film. It's the first time that we get to see Tom Holland actually as Nathan Drake. Uncharted film. The Uncharted. Uncharted. Sorry. And, uh, God, he looks, he looks the part. He he does, but he, again, this it's, is a, it's the face just a little bit. It, well, it's a prequel, right? So this is a prequel, yep. uh, a prequel movie. Uh, as Tom Holland is twenty four years old, Nathan Drake definitely portrayed as more of a mid thirties to forty year old guy in the games. Um, but yeah, you saw Tom Holland in the full getup. You that Nolan North pissed, uh, posted some pictures of him and Tom Holland bullshitting on set and a couple of set photos. Um, yep. I mean, here's the, here's the worrisome thing. It took seven directors to get here, uh, but the positive is I think Tom Holland's the guy, and it'll be a good time. Yeah, so they're in principal photography right now. Um, the set looks pretty pretty good. Antonio that, that Banderas one, as the bad guy? Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. Uh, who's Sully? I just want to know who's Sully's. Mark Wahlberg. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> Marky Mark is playing Sully? <laughs> Well, originally they wanted Mark, Marky Mark to play fucking Nathan Drake until the fucking movie took 20 years to make. So they're like, uh, well, you're a little old now. So holy shit. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, that gets me rocked. That gets doesn't. me rocked up, dude. I that love Mark Wahlberg. Doesn't do it for me. I really wish it was somebody else, but yeah. Fucking say hello to your mother for say me. Say hello to your mother for me. Yeah. Uh, that, that but I got to tell you, this photo that Tom Holland put up of him as Nathan Drake. Good. Good stuff. It, it looks like the Uncharted 4 cover but in like the, 20 years earlier sure yeah it, it really does work for me quite a bit it looks it good looks really i'm excited good. 2021 true that we got uh, jared leto coming back as the joker in the Zack snyder cut of justice league now this does not sound like a good play to me so <laughs> i think the longer we dwell on the fact that Zack snyder is getting to make his justice league the more right. i realize this is probably gonna be bad <laughs> like true it just doesn't it doesn't sound like the smartest of ideas so um you know we'll see and I when don't know. does that come out again that's it's that's like early HBO next year max right? next year hbo max yeah this this isn't good i mean universally hated as the joker right 
I don't think universally. I just think that his take was so out there after we had an Oscar award-winning take. Um, It was the antithesis of that. And so I think that left a lot of sour taste in people's mouths. I think if you would have explored that character a little bit differently, it could have been been okay. But yeah, not for me. It kind of seems to me, too, that part of the problem was all of the stuff that you heard. Like he went to method, all he of the, all, all the stuff you heard on set about him sending like dead animals and uh, like covering people and in shit. real blood. And yeah. yeah, the knives thing, like it just come on, bro. Not, not cool. Jared Leto, a little too cray cray. He's, plus, he's not so plus it was really off putting the way that he did all the promos. Like you could tell the guy wasn't all fucking there. Right. Like in right. real life. Yep. Uh, so Bethesda was recently purchased and uh, acquired by Xbox, and now we're getting word that they're being sued, um, which the, the, the story here to me isn't necessarily that Bethesda is being sued for $100 million for internally sabotaging one of their own products, um, but it's maybe the implications of, of that plus their recent acquisition by Microsoft. So the base story here is that Bethesda is being sued by the developer's uh, publisher's Ragnarok game. So Ragnarok was publishing a game called Rune 2 uh, under the Bethesda banner, and they're saying that Bethesda intentionally sabotaged and basically killed that game internally to protect their Elder Scrolls franchise, which, you know, it was like an internal competition between their own IPs, right? So, right. you know, they're suing for $100 million in damages and reparations, um, in recovery. Now, I don't care as much about that as I do about the possibility that I think we might see more of this happen in the gaming industry with the way that the gaming industry seems to be evolving. Um, there seems to be very large players that are just absorbing other large players. And inherently, you're going to have a lot of internal conflicts of interest, right? I think the way that you look at this is... The intentional sabotage could be, it's very perception based, right? Don't you agree? Sure. I think. Well, I just think like, you know, when you got companies like Microsoft that have bought what almost a two, a dozen and a half game studios in the last couple of years, to there's going to be some conflicts. And somebody at Microsoft, somewhere up the chain, has to make the decision of we've got company A making this game and company B making this game. They're very similar. We can't put all our resources in both. Who gets the axe? You know what I mean? And some of these games are going to be franchises or IPs that were acquired and not birthed under the new acquisition. So I think there's some argument here that could be made of, you know, you have you have people, whether they're graphic designers, the whole slew of people that make a go into making a video game. They are placing their bets on these games. It's not their fault that something is then acquired. Right. And like if they're going to be out money or out, uh, you know, royalties or whatever that they thought they were going to be getting, I think there probably is a legal argument of sorts. I, I think the, I think the through line here is that you showed somebody your cards and a hand of poker and they took advantage of you and now you're mad about yeah. it. That sure. that's really the hard part here is like, you kind of willingly said, Hey, here's what we're doing. This is why you should buy us. And they're like, mm, mm, probably not. Should I? Yeah, probably, probably not. We're just going to buy in and shut you down. Cause no. 
this would yeah and it certainly would not be the first time in corporate america that people have bought out their competition uh get get a look at what's going on in congress right now with the antitrust stuff with apple look and google at the, facebook look at the wwe they've been doing it for years <laughs> wwe should be thrown in these antitrust lawsuits if, hey, if only they weren't getting fucking raped in the ratings by aw well, not only that but they also are getting awards for being like one of the best companies in america and people are like what yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna talk just slightly about that here <laughs> shortly. No shit. So to kind of wrap up our news before we get into our regular uh, wrestling and what we watched and played, low key these console launches kind of fucking suck. Yeah, agree or disagree? <laughs> Again, I'm not on board with buying a console at launch. There's no games really on this list that a are not available for the older consoles. Uh, right that really trip my trigger or be look all that good to force me to get it. You know what I mean? So um, the no console launch, launch lineups that are like sellers. I mean, again, dark souls, uh, I'm Blood. sorry, demons, demon souls rather for PS five looks really good, but it's not for me. So right. I'm not the audience there. It's kind of it, right? I mean, the rest of them all come later in uh, later in the year. And they're and they're not even I would say like they're not big console sellers. This, Assassin's this is, Creed, Cyberpunk, Halo. This is what happens when you do half step consoles. I believe you lose no. a lot of development for for launch titles because yeah. you're developing games across multiple platforms because you have a platform that can carry the game. Still, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, there's really there's probably not any games that are coming out at launch that were exclusively developed for the PlayStation Five or the Xbox Series X, right? Maybe Godfall, maybe. Hey, and I'm still interested in that game, but that's not I'm that's not, not a launch but, title, right? No, but it's close. It's launch. Window, I'm still interested. I'm still interested. Godfall looks yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know that's, that's it. That's if it. That's uh, if that's the way you want to play it. Ding, ding, ding. So, I mean, we do a regular wrestling segment. I, I got to admit my own fault here. I am not caught up on wrestling at all. I am not either. I attempted to watch a little bit of AEW last night and into today, and I failed very hard at that. I um, did see some of the uh, – I did watch, like, the ups and downs, so I kind of know what's going on a little bit. Did, did you see the pro, the, 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 the uh, Jericho <laughs> the Broadway show? Yeah, the Broadway show they put on? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I, they, I really they just go that. over to the top on AEW, and I like it quite a bit with their promos. Yeah. Like they just don't give no fucks. Well, they also just know what they're they know what you're watching. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're you're spending your time watching a, a wrestling program. Like they're they know it's a program. Yeah, it's it it's really weird because they kind of bleed the lines a lot. You know what I mean? Because um, even even the best promos are distinctively wrestling promos back in the day. But sure. AEW is really taking you out to like almost a reality show. You know what I mean? They're like they're, they're, they're definitely selling you. They're trying yeah, to sell you. Yeah, there's almost like these like reality show storylines that don't have much to do with wrestling other than a loose beef. But like the stuff with him with Jericho and MJF and like then they're singing and they're collaborating, like it's just so far removed from wrestling, but it's so good because it's it's cheesy and bad in the best way. I would agree. Um, we alluded to this earlier, but yeah, the WWE is receiving these awards for being like these great humanitarians, like one of the best oh, fucking yeah. companies ever. And uh, 
what's this guy's real name? Jack Swagger? Like, what's his real name? I don't remember what his real name is, but Jack Swagger. Jake or Hager. Jake Jack Hager. Yeah. Yeah. He comes out on Twitter. Uh, Stephanie McMahon sends out a tweet about how, he, hey, we're accepting this reward. We're really grateful, blah, blah, blah. And he shoots back at her that, like, oh, by hiding millions of dollars of profit in your quarterly earnings so that you can intentionally fire hundreds of employees. Yeah, fucking great place. Yeah, like, cool place he, to work. Yeah, he did not hold back, which kind of lit the wrestling community on fire. Because sometimes this happens on Twitter and Instagram and places like that, but it's almost always kind of a shoot and a little kayfabe. This was just like, no, right bud. to the point. Yeah, Fuck you. Right, right on, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Um, I think f- for me, the thing about this that hurts the most is that I really think they lost a lot of talented wrestlers by doing this. Um, and it sucks. Really sucks. Uh, but, you know, this is big corporation shit, and that, that's just kind of what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, loosely tied to wrestling news, I saw uh, I follow, I follow Jim Ross on Twitter, and uh, I can't think of the guy's real name, but, you know, the, the tax guy, income tax guy. Oh, uh, IRS. Jim, is it, yeah, it's the IRS. Not Jim Cornette, Jim, is it? Jim Cornette, yeah. Okay, yes, that's it. Jim Cornette tagged him in a post when they were doing a, a house show from, like, 1985, and uh sounds maybe shitty to say, but I I didn't even recognize pre-stroke JR. Wow. You That's know? nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It was he looked really young and his face worked. So it was and he sounded completely <laughs> different, dude. To be he, honest does, he, he he announced he uh enunciates a little better, doesn't he? Yeah, it was a slobber knocker, you know. It's like definitely uh, but a slobber it was, knocker. It was pretty entertaining to see that. Uh yeah. Uh, anything else in wrestling that we got going on? I mean, we got a, um, we got a Hell in a Cell match this this weekend. We, yeah, we got a, we got a whole whole lineup of shit going on uh, this Sunday and then next Wednesday. I think is Halloween Havoc for NXT. Um, okay. Yeah, Hell in a Cell this weekend. Uh, shape it up to be a fine show. It's it sucks because they're on this trend right now that their shows wind up on my weekends where I work. So right, um, that really blows. But let's, let's do our obligatory match card, right? Just you want to pull the that. card. I got it here. So um, these are, I don't know that these are going to be, we don't know what the, what the booking is as far as the order, but uh, we've got confirmed matches and we got suspected matches here. So big, the big one I think I'm looking forward to is the universal championship Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. It's a hell in a cell match and it's an I quit match. I mean, it's, it's definitely going to be Roman, right? Like there's no way that it's uh, going to be anybody but Roman. <laughs> Dude, I got a I got a runny nose. Leave me yeah, alone. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt you do. Uh, got a fucking running. fucking tampon up in that bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that there's a chance Jey Uso takes the strap. Um, yeah, no. But I, we talked about this a few times. I really like the storyline. I like the build up, probably towards Survivor Series into the Royal Rumble, and maybe even stretch out towards mania. I think a lot of it depends on where COVID goes and how quickly they can get a real audience back. Sure. But they, I mean, they might kill this shit if COVID keeps going the way it is. And, yep. uh, but we'll, we'll see. I do like it though. Does Jimmy come in? I think Jimmy's there. I could see Rikishi being there. Um, I think this match is going to have a little bit more of a dusty finish. True. You know, the last one is pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I guess, I I guess maybe not because the white the white flag, right? So maybe not as cut and dry, but I, I think this is going to be somehow a little dustier. 
I always I always kind of get scared at Hell in a Cell matches that have outside interference because I just I just always remember when Seth Rollins about fucking died on live TV. You know what I mean? Which what you match are you talking about now? You don't remember that match? It was a Hell in a Cell, and they raised the cell, and as it was coming down, they're secured by like these eighteen inch spikes. Okay. And he was he was going into the the uh, uh he's going into the the ring and the cell was coming down and he about got fucking impaled on live tv oh. by the spike nope, he was like literally inches from fucking dying oh no i didn't um, see that that's crazy uh, that's what i always remember it was like maybe five or six years ago or something like okay, that but all right. Uh, yeah. Next match, WWE Championship. You got Drew McIntyre uh, defending against Randy Orton. This is also a Hell in a this Cell match. Drew Mac all day. If they weren't going to give it to Orton at SummerSlam, I don't expect to give it to him now. Yeah, I, I'm holding out hope here for Orton. That, yeah, Come I mean, on. I want to see. I want to see 15 time right. Come um, on. You, I, Come on, Drew. Drew is a really good champion. Uh, he does not get enough credit, but. I'm I'm holding out hope maybe that Randy does something and then there's a there's a Survivor Series drop back to either Drew or maybe another. No. You don't think so? No. no I, chance, again, huh? they, I think they've lost me believing that Orton's a true competitor at this point. I don't see this happening. There there has not been as much of a build up to this match as there was to their last. The SummerSlam Ooh, match. Boy. Yeah, their Su- SummerSlam match where, you know, there was the punts and then he, he did in, you know, Shawn Michaels. All the he legends, did sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. So the buildup to this is much less, which is almost why it makes me think that WWE would be like, fucking faked you out, bitch. He gets the strap, you know. Maybe. We'll see, though. Yeah, you know. SmackDown Women's Championship, you got Bailey versus Sasha. I think this will be a good match. I think this is Bailey. This is the first in a series of matches that are coming our way. Bailey's going to get this one or Sasha by DQ. They they had a couple good promos. Um, the, the raw promo where they did like the contract signing was pretty good. Uh, Sasha, she is like toning up a little bit. Have you noticed? I know you're not I, watching again, a lot of I'm wrestling. Not paying much attention during week to um, week. Bailey still got that fat ass and the pooch, but Sasha's uh-huh. been like toning up. She's kind of ripped, dude, for sure. So I think she's she's taking some shit seriously here. All right. uh, Jeff Hardy versus Elias. I mean, this uh, is- what. This is going to be Elias got to get the return match, right? I mean, over, under on a full song? Uh, definitely not a full song. No. Okay. No chance. Jeff Hardy kind of has like the, he fights with honor type deal. So like, I don't think it's going to be him like interrupting, right? I mean, I kind of think you get a full song here. Uh, no, probably not. Okay. What what was the deal? Elias got injured like uh, earlier this year. I don't even remember year, how right? he got hurt. Yeah, I don't even remember how he got hurt, to be honest with you. He was I, just, I remember he did that whole like fell 15 feet off of the podium thing at WrestleMania. I'm just glad they have Seth Rollins and Elias on separate shows because boy, those guys look a lot alike. Yeah, one's big and one's small, but they, like, listen, a lot of wrestlers that. look yeah. alike in WWE yep. these days. Right. Fucking, uh, excuse me, good, Lars, aka Ryback. Good build, long brown hair, beard. Lo- yeah. About half the roster, buddy. True that. Uh, a couple of predictions here where you maybe get Dominic versus Seth versus Murphy. And a triple? Yep. Because eh, Mur- Murphy like is that. now feuding. He's like he's almost like an independent agent. The Mysterios don't want him. He turned his back on on uh, Rollins. Mm, I don't yeah. Okay. Well, I mean the the card will be solidified tomorrow night, so Yep. 
And then the other one here is maybe KO versus Alistair Black, which is a few that kind of came out of nowhere, and I'm not really sure. with it. I, I like KO. I like Alistair Black, so I'm kind of in the middle on that one. KO's role has really been diminished since WrestleMania. I mean, he had a fucking fire match with Seth Rollins at really WrestleMania did. in front of no crowd, yeah. and th- then he kind of got shelved. This, he's on SmackDown, though, right? Yeah, now he is, yeah. Just you know, you, give me the old tried and true, baby. KO, Sami Zayn. You like that match, do you? I love it. Love, love when they fight. It's the best. All right. Well, that kind of wraps up our wrestling news. We're on to what we watched and what we played here. So I'll start off because I know you're, you're, you got to play catch up here. Um, I resubscribed to WoW, which I, I told you I would be doing recently. Uh, Shadowlands is coming out. They got the new patch with the level squish. Everybody got reduced down to level 50 or <laughs> level 50 or lower. Good good annotation on the notes. Thank you for that. To WoW gay. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, let's pause for the kids going to bed. Good night, oh, Dad. Oh, it's night. Jesus. Did you your glasses off your face? Yes. That a girl. Sorry. <laughs> Just glass is not a big deal. I'll keep talking about what, what I watched and what I played. I'm going to just uh, mute my boy Derek over here so he can say goodnight to everybody. But yeah, so I've been playing World of Warcraft. I've been having a fucking great time with it. Uh, let me tell you about what happened here is they squished all the levels. So the, the previous max used to be 120. They reduced it to 50. It'll go to 60 when the new uh, expansion launches here. Uh, shortly but so with that level squish what they've done is they've opened up all the leveling experience so they created a system where you can level through whatever expansion that you want to so i created a couple new characters they have a really robust tutorial i know it's not everybody's cup of tea and it certainly is probably not a longevity cup of tea for me i will probably play the expansion play through the main story maybe get into some of the dungeons and the raids, and then I'll probably fall off the edge of the earth. Um, but I've been having a really good time with it. Played Call of Duty with you just a little bit. Not much else past that. Uh, did play some Madden. Um, we, we, both, we, we both did, right? We have some, we have some crossover here, right? So yeah. Call of Duty, I, we played a little bit. Not yep, much to say there, right? We talked about that already, yep. Um, let's talk about Pirates, because fuck, that game's still fun. Oh boy, that was a big lightning strike. I I love playing pirates, man. I, even if it's the simplest, easiest game in the world of, hey, here's this quest, go do it, bring me back the treasure and cash it in. Right. Like, it really like it went to another level on our last stream when I turned around and we we're like emptying the ship, and I'm like, <laughs> the fucking ship is on fire! <laughs> and Tony's yeah, like, hose, dude. Tony's like freaking out because. No idea, right? Like, we haven't had that PvP interaction yet. And then I get back yeah. and do like, super, like, clearly somehow cheating or something. Like, jumps in the water and scoots, gone. And you hear him like, oh, sorry, I fixed your ship, though. And it was like, yeah. what in the <laughs> shit is going on with this that kid? Guy, that guy shit on us, dude, for oh, sure. So that, little, that little kid yeah. trolled us. I'm happy that, it, it, that that's the kind of living, breathing world that I enjoy. Like, I love the... True the mechanical nature and the deliberate actions you have to take in this game for it to be a successful run. Um, right. It's just so fun. It's, it's really fun that we're like learning about a game on the fly and yeah, they don't teach you, you know, nothing. Like, like we were probably on our third or fourth session before we realized that like, okay, every time your ship responds and you lose all your shit, right? Well, like you were on that. I knew that already. 
Okay, well, I, I mean, I'll, you I'll be on the assumption, the, but I want to. I'll be on the high end. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's like let's just go explore this island that we okay here's a map let's find this island and then we we fuck around on the map for a while trying to find the island right and then we're just cruising the the sea we got rocked by some ghost ships yeah this ghost ship dude in the in the sky yelling at us i got a reminder yeah. email today that let me see if i can pull this email up real fast um i got a sea of thieves email tonight that was like hey uh are you fucking some event all right, you're going to take on the Summer of Sea of Thieves challenges and finish this up. You only got a week left. Like, oh, oh, no I chance. I realize it. Yeah, no, but I didn't realize. So it's fun. I mean, when you go around, you get on your ship and you just you pop back on your ship and you're like, oh, I got like fucking 10 chests here, but I'm fucking rich as rolling fuck. It, rolling in it. And then you get nothing. But it's yeah. so fun that it's cosmetic. It doesn't feel like we're really pushing to anything kind of ending wise. Um, right. We've also not taken on any of the quote-unquote big quests yeah we have it and i'm a little concerned that like you, do you got to do them all is this like mario th- is this like original mario where like if you shut it off you got to restart type so deal? from my understanding simpler similar to if you shut the game off your ship resets with everything on it um basically if you don't finish the quest line mm-hmm. fully it resets that's bad dude uh, i mean it depends we got, on how we long commit, they take right yeah, we got to commit to like probably a good two hour, three hour stream of like doing just that. Yeah. Yeah, but we also have to know what the fuck we're doing. That's part of the problem. Well, and I we mean, don't, we, we don't really I, know no, the mechanics very well. I have no problems pulling up a guide of like, where am I going? Um, right. But it's way more of like, we're in the middle of like spinning the wheel, going the right way, moving the, oh, fuck, drop the chain. Fuck, let's get time. Yeah. Ah! Like, like, <laughs> but that's, that's the fun nature of it, too. We right? are the worst pirates, but <laughs> it's so good, though. Yeah, it is. It is a fun game. I mean, I think I think there's more pirates in our future. Just because there's a lot of charm there, a lot of fun to be had. Now, w- another game that should be in our future is Madden. We need to do a fucking Madden league. Yeah, I I, I play a lot of Ultimate Team. I'm a big Ultimate Team fan uh, over the Are last the couple of years. Thing? Yeah, I just I like doing the challenges and upgrading my team. Um, okay. I used to be a franchise only guy, uh, but uh, last year Joey really was really like, dude, Ultimate Team's where it's at. Go pick this up, and I was like, ah or two years ago, whatever it was. And so I did that. And it's, it is a lot of fun. I like the challenge aspect of it because it can be really quick. Um, mm-hmm. So that's fun. Yeah. I started a fran- my own franchise mode. Um, I need, we need to get a franchise going with you and me and maybe Schmody where we can do weekly. Can't do crossplay. Sorry. Oh, you really can't. Yeah. Can yeah. He's um, mad. Cause they got three or four sucks. people on their own, uh, on their own league that we could have just jumped into if we'd have bought PS4, but obviously wasn't oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, we can start a league and do yeah. a weekly thing. Um, yeah. Well, because doesn't uh, doesn't you, Ryan it, play on Xbox? Ryan, who? Uh, Ryan from your show. Uh, oh yeah, he he plays PS4 for oh, <laughs> for okay. Xbox. Or for, fuck that. Yeah, yep, yep. We bought the uh, wrong console version. That's all right. You know, listen, it is what it may, is. maybe it goes on sale on PlayStation. We swap over. Who knows? But uh, well, yeah, we'll I mean, see we'll, what Black we'll, Friday brings. We'll pick two teams in the same division and we'll at least get to play twice a year. True. Yeah. True that. Um, I will say that I started my own franchise as, you know, the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. And uh, I played through the like accelerated games. You know what I mean? Where it's not like you're playing every snap, but you're playing the big moments or whatever. Mm-hmm. I got to like week five, and uh, sure enough, <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Well, first of all, I was in week three, and my main tight end, Mark Andrews, tore a tricep. He's out for the year. I get to week five, and Lamar Jackson breaks his 
throwing shoulder collarbone fucking out for the year. So I'm I'm rocking RG3. I'm too far into the season to get any good free agent quarterbacks. Sure. Um, and there's no good trades that's going on. So like I'm kind of stuck with either Lamar Jackson or uh, with RG3, RG3, or I can go Chase McSorley, who I actually really like, um, but he's not properly rated. You know, in Madden for sure for that kind of thing for what he Madden. is, yeah, right. So I'm kind of fucked. Uh, I think I'll probably still get to the playoffs, maybe with a ship, just because that's how Madden is. But right. we'll we'll see. What about you? Uh, I, I we I told you last night we watched Sleepy Hollow. I talked about that on the stream we did for COD last night. Um, the wife had never seen it. I love that. I like that movie a whole lot. Um, that's a good time. Good, good, funny, humorous. That's the one where Johnny Depp was like writing the book in the cabin, right? He's not. No, what? No, Jesus. He's writing a book. That's not it at all. That's a secret window or something like that. Uh, This is the one where he like plays the headless. He's Ichabod. No, he doesn't play the headless horseman. He's Ichabod Crane. Okay. Um. Anyway, but yeah, Johnny Depp, uh, Christina Ricci, a bunch of pretty famous character actors that you would know when you saw in the movie. Um. Good Tim Burton esque, over the top, funny gory kind of movie where people's heads are getting chopped off and you're trying to figure out who the headless horseman is or what it is and what's going on. So, um, really good time. It's the holiday, you know, it, it's the holiday for it. Uh, did I talk about watching Hubie Halloween yet? We talked yeah, about that you last time. About that, the, uh, Adam Sandler. Business. Did we talk about it on the show? There was that offline. No, it was offline. That, that movie is worth a watch. Like that's, it's got enough Adam Sandler ish cameos. Okay. Uh, one of which happens almost immediately, but is the best cameo in the movie, I think. Um, boy, it's real good. Uh, are you doing trick-or-treating with COVID believe, and everything? I believe we are, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mask up, baby. Uh, Big Brother continues to happen. Happen tonight. We'll see what happens tonight with the eviction. I'm excited to see who's going down. Uh, we're down to the final three after tonight, so big. Yeah. I mean, our, our reality – series is coming to an end which means maybe i'll have more time for wrestling i don't know uh we talked cod freeing up three fucking hours a week that's true we talked cod we talked pirates we talked madden uh i finished super mario galaxy this uh this last week what a great game game. really really great game uh i first time playing it right first time playing it yep and i i did have this issue where every time i shut the game off and opened it back up from my save file all of my uh lives were reset to four so I don't know if that's huh. a glitch or if that's just how the game actually worked. Um, but that wasn't great. But uh, I, I didn't go for every star. Uh, I just went for the stars that I needed to complete the game. Really fun time. Yeah. Um, Did you unlock Luigi at the end then? No, because you have to get like all 160 stars to do that. So oh, interesting. Not doing that. Uh, and then I started playing a game called – I played a bunch of demos, stuff you don't want to hear about. Um, Can I check- ask you about Mario Galaxy though? Sure. Uh, it was so dependent on the Wii with the motion controls. So how yeah, does that translate? So, so I played on the TV only um, with the Pro Controller. Basically, the Pro Controller still has the, the gyro scope right. still in it. So basically, you just point that at the TV and use that to like pick up the, the star bits star and all bits. that stuff. So um, okay. there's still the motion, and then you reset it by pressing R, so it resets whenever you need it to. So if it gets too, it. too crazy. I mean, it didn't feel good to start with. I was like, this feels like trash, but the more you play it, the better you feel. Okay. Um, yeah, I started playing a game called A Short Hike, uh, which was uh, like a really popular indie game last year on Steam. Um, 
that I thought looked awesome. And a lot of people talked last year about towards the end of the year, game of the year awards. Uh, I picked that up on the switch and it's like six or eight bucks. It came out a couple weeks back. Oh fuck. A couple weeks. I mean, probably two or three months. Um, it's like an hour long, maybe an hour and a half if you milk it. Um, but there's a lot to do. Like I'm still playing and I probably put two hours into the fucking game. Really relaxing, really chill, pretty straightforward. Uh, it's, you know, you're playing as this bird named Claire. You are at this little campsite with your aunt. You don't want to be there. You're trying to wait for a phone call from your mom. There's no cell phone reception. Your aunt says, Hey, climb to the top of this mountain. Your goal is then to get to the top of the mountain while also meeting all these different people, doing different quests for them, gathering golden feathers that give you the ability to climb and fly higher and further um, to get to the top of the mountain. So really, again, really cool, really laid back, super chill game uh, that I really enjoyed. Nice. Uh, That kind of brings us to the end. I mean, do you have any walk-ons? Cyclones in Oklahoma State. This Saturday, 2.30, Hawkeyes play at 2.30 also against Purdue. Um, Big game for the Cyclones. Big, big game. So uh, looking looking forward to that, hoping that we don't get blown up. Um, (laughs) And then uh, other than that. Got some beers on the way. Yeah, there'll be some. There'll be some up. Might have to have a beer segment on the show from now on. Uh, yeah, Tony. Uh, Tony's taking the plunge. He has uh, followed I paid me you dark, like sixty dollars worth of money for beers. Uh, yeah, he has taken the dark plunge of paying me money for beers on Tavour. Um, I can actually add it up really quick if you want me to. I mean, I can just look at my Venmo. That's as twenty well. thirty-two. Uh, probably that's more than I want to admit. Forty-one. That's fifty. Uh, it's pretty close to 60, I think. There's $28 right there. Uh, 50, that's 78 bucks. Uh, hmm. yep, 78 bucks. Yikes. So, and I'm being pretty conservative. <laughs> well, and yeah, I want a lot of these beers, and I don't, beers, I just don't know what I'm gonna like. Some of the beers you're like, hey, you should get this, and I'm like, I don't want this fucking beer. Like, I know that I don't want this fucking beer, so. Uh, yeah. You you are not so definitive in your answers because you're you're still a young young thoroughbred. You're not the old old Mustang like I am. <laughs> know what I mean? Oh, totally, bud. Fucking Mustang over here. <laughs> That's me. Get baby. Off your fucking old dick. All right, listen for uh, episode seventy one in the books. DTS podcast. Did we come up with a good title? Uh, I don't know that you did, but, uh, Braves get bent over. That's a good title. No, that's not a good title. You can call the, you, I just gave you a good one. The fucking young thoroughbred versus the old Mustang. <laughs> Nobody's going to, who, who listens this late in the podcast to get that? <laughs> we'll we'll find out, you, I guess. I'm just letting you know, buddy. All right. Listen for the DTS podcast. I am Tony. Um, uh, I'm, I'm Reese's peanut butter cup Vance. And you are also out here as I'm a out here. I'm out here. Peace. Thank you.